Welcome to the Healing Ninjas Podcast, a space dedicated to highlighting the healing stories of everyday people. This podcast is not a replacement for professional support. This podcast may contain content that may be graphic, violent, or traumatic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. The goal of sharing these stories is to help you, the listener, hear how people have struggled in various ways and the steps they have taken to become healing ninjas, individuals who are seeking to master the art of healing. Healing is not a linear process. We all have our ups and downs. This podcast aims to create a brave space for people to share and learn from one another. I'm your host, Hernan Carvente Martinez. Welcome to the Healing Ninjas community. Hey everyone, it's Hernan uh, here with episode 8 just podcast and today i am truly blessed and honored that i have my hermano arturo muñoz who was willing to jump on this podcast and i'm just happy because i got a chance to speak on his and you know quick plug for barrio voices which is his podcast and, and you know he he can talk a little bit more about that but just really happy and, and excited to have my hermano here who I've just been able to connect on so many levels in, in such a short time. And so, Arturo, muchas gracias. Just thank you for being willing to be on the Healing Ninjas podcast. No, sí, este un placer. No, it's always a great uh, time to be talking to you and you know, getting to hear more about you and also just uh, sharing, you know, stay buena energía with one another, you know. And um, yeah, you know, gracias for having me on. Yes. No, gracias a ti, mano, because... I think, you know, for, for context and for people to know, um, Arturo and I have had a series of conversations, really. We've had a couple of lives, too, right, bro? We, we, we've we been literally mm-hmm. unpacking toxic masculinity together, and we've been talking about what it means to build businesses and build wealth, and it's just been a plethora of conversations. But the healing piece is one of the things that I think has just been organic between our relationship i mean that's how i felt that i don't know how you feel it arturo but talking to you has been a hella healing for me just to have another hermano out in the west coast you know who has his own podcast has his own vibe and i just want to thank you for that and kind of invite you to maybe share with everybody who's listening a little bit about arturo and why healing is important to you and just really letting people know what identities you're bringing into this space and and how healing is impacting your life yeah so just to begin this day uh i guess uh for many that um because i feel like most of the audience you probably have are from the east coast so for those that um are not too familiar with the west coast i live just a couple hours south of the bay um well i was born and raised a couple hours south of the bay i'm living more near to the bay now um but most of my time growing up i was living in an ag town where there's a a interesting mix of, you know, este cultura vaquera, right? You know, a mm. lot of egg, you know what I mean? And also cultura de, you know, it's uh, um, the street life, you know what I mean? It's like individuals that are, you know, that have grown up with, uh, you know, having to deal with a lot of obstacles and, you know, been um, criminalized, police, that's the stereotype, um, and all those different things that go into the communities that um, create um what's the word enter when we go to internalize the oppression right mm. and so you know that's what kind of leads us to have a destructive life destructive uh you know manners of behavior you know and so 
it's, it's, it was that kind of interesting mix, right? And it's the, throughout my life, you know, it was just a, me finding my place, you know, growing up with the, you know, working at a young age, you know, porque, you know, I feel like uh, for many of us that have migrant parents, you know, we're always trying to hustle and um, survive, you know, rather than really uh, have a moment where we could actually think forward into like our future was better for, you know, this and that, you know. It's just a matter of like, you know, what's better for us right now and what could we do right now? And so I was living in that kind of space where, again, at 10 years old, I was already, you know, thinking about how could I um, step up, you know what I mean, and be a source of income and, and hand within the community, within the household, right? And then after that, um, it's just around the same age too, you know, it's the, as I was be, it's the becoming more aware of like, it's the people that my dad was working with, you know, and it's the, and the people that were surrounding me, you know, it's the, a lot of them were um, older, you know, it's the men in my life, right? And so with them, you know, it's the, you know, on their lunch breaks, you know, and stuff like that. So, Already at a young age, too, I was supposed to drink, and, and I started drinking. I mean, as a, as a niño, right, as, since I was a little kid. And so, you know, throughout my teenage years, you know, I've had to experience a lot of the things that many other folks, you know, didn't have to, you know, instead, you know, things such as, you know, drugs, alcohol, you know, working at a young age, taking on responsibilities such as, um, you know, trying to uh, bring in some pay, um and other things, right? It's this. So, you know, by the time I turned uh, 18 or 21, you know, my life, I feel like I was already, uh, you know, a wise individual, I guess I would say. You know, not trying to, you know, have myself up too much, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I already, you know, gone through things and, you know, seen things and healed in some ways, right? And I feel like my journey of healing has already, uh, has already uh, taken place and I'm still healing, right, as I go, but I feel like most of it has already, you know, it's there um taking this course you know based off like you know me having to deal with all of that and being able to uh after then you know instead when i went to college i should see a therapist and you know talk you know instead about some things that was going on and um realizing that there's nothing wrong that was there was nothing wrong with me but there's a great amount of things that were wrong with the system that put me in that kind of condition mm. you know and so, yeah, it's the, that allowed me to validate my experience and validate my emotions, traumas, and a lot of other things. But, you know, there's other things I want to bring up, too, um, that I experienced throughout my journey um, uh, that impacted me as an individual. And other things I observed, you know, when I was working with youth when, within the juvenile hall, when I was working, I'm still currently working with youth, too, so I see, you know, things that they're experiencing, too. So, you know, being a third person looking at, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, I get to like, you know, pinpoint things that remind them, remind me of like, you know, it's the, my younger life. And I'm like, dang, you know, that, that makes sense now. You know, now being able to like, you know, step out and kind of see, you know, within, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, that's you know, a little intro of who, who I am. Este, también este, you know, like este Hernancer, you know, the host of Barri Voices, este, um, where I, you know, continue to highlight our community because, I mean, again, we internalize a lot of oppression, right? But I've come to really internalize a lot the value of our own cultura, our own community, our own gente. So I feel like, you know, having the platform where we can showcase the that resiliency and that um level of uh um I guess I would call it intimacy that our community has, right? Mm. Like tenemos un corazón, right, for one another, right? Yes. So that's a place for us to you know share that kind of love, you know. But that's really who I am overall. Yes. Gracias, Arturo. You know, because 
when you've you, you've already shared you know layers of your experience that i want us to unpack a little bit more you know because you speak of of, of being at a point where you're sort of feeling like my journey of healing has already taken place right and and some of it you you know you went from 10 years old you know how can i step up to 1821 wise individual <laughs> and and i want i want people to to also maybe hear from you if there were ever moments where it wasn't always you know like things were figured out and and how you process those moments in that moment because you know I, i'm i i think one of the things that we culturally also get stuck with is this mindset that we've gone through it we 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 have to kind of honor it and, and move on and, and just kind of be get wise from it as opposed to learn how the wise pieces of that came about. And so can you share with us a little bit more too about some of those things, maybe the moments where it wasn't so, you know, easy to go through the healing process? Yeah. The, um, so I guess for myself, I've always been, uh, uh, well, me growing up, I, I guess to probably a little more context too, when I was, uh, you know, roaming the streets a little, you know, that's the, um, some of the homies would come in silencio, right? And mm -hmm. it was, uh, for various reasons, right? But I think the reason I want to share with, with you all right now is, uh, you know, I was always listening, you know, I was always like in the shadows, just kind of like checking things out, right? And I knew when I was a young kid, again, at a young age, I was always like very much at a, you know, I was always just thinking, you know, being very insightful and, you know, you know, cautious. And I was just always thinking, you know, this isn't meant for us, you know what I mean? That's the, this isn't meant for us. You know, not just because, like, my experience, like, I was, like, not trying to say this wasn't meant for me, but, like, I know it was better for us, right? You know, it's the, again, it's the, at a young age, too, you know, um, you know, again, we're all using drugs and so on, so I would, like, you know, tell some of my, it's the homies, too, hey, Sasuke, it's the, come over here, too, you know, it's the, um, um, do your homework in my house, we'd finish your homework, and I'll give you a little cut, you know what I mean? And it's the, you know, I was trying to, you know, kind of be a role model for our communities. But at the same time, I was like, man, like, there's better things. You know what I mean? I got to do better things. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't like, like, there's better ways of helping my gente. You know what I mean? So, you know, me trying to take a role of a tutor at a 15-year-old age, you know, with other homies that, you know, has to also had troubles to stay um, in classrooms, you know, because ADHD or, you know, not having that kind of a, um, como te digo, I don't know. It's like I feel like, you know, also in schools where we're setting a path to either succeed or fail, you know, college bound or mm -hmm. at risk, you know what I mean? Um, and so with me, again, being silencio, I was always observant, but I was always keeping a lot of emotions to myself, you know? Mm. Um, and so with, with that in mind, I was always, you know, uh, not talking to myself, but always um being a mentor to myself, I guess I would say, so like a, a way of like showing that or like a way of like um, having everybody, a way of having everybody kind of like, you know, it's the envision is like, you know, what I used to do is like, I used to always write, you know, I was always like, you know, it's the writing poetry at a young age, not knowing it was poetry, you know, and I was just, you know, venting, you know, inventing is because I feel like, again, being a man, you know, being a young man, male or, or whatever, you know, at a young age, you know, you have those kind of uh, roles that you have to fit, right? Faces, you have to, I mean, masks you have to put up, right? You know, that ain't really you, right? And so, you know, with me, I was always starting to, like, censor myself rather than be talking to my homies and being like, hey, man, like that, I don't know, like being vulnerable with them or sure whatever with them, you know? Um, and so with that in mind, you know, it's that 
Yeah, it's just uh, I have to like you know write, you know, you know let it out that way. Alcohol was a way of doing that, you know, instead smoking, you know, other things too were way of doing that, and it wasn't positive, you know. The only thing that was positive though, I would say, it was like the writing, and um, and it was interesting too because it's the it's a couple of years back, you know, it's the when I was going through old stuff, you know, around the time of college, you know, I was looking at the old uh, piece of poetry that I had written, and it was very much um interesting to see that you know it's the at that time i was already uh um pinpointing my traumas but not clearly doing so now with the word trauma now with the any uh mm. um what's the word now now with any professional or vocabulary right mm-hmm. and so it's the i was you know something that i i've seen a lot of other youth and including you know something that i had done myself is that we always talk about demons right we're like oh you yes. know i got you know, it's the, um, how could I describe it? I don't know, like, I guess, you know, a, a lot of times it's mentioned in music, right? A lot of homies, you know, make some rap music. And they always, re- you know, referring to, like, oh, they got demons in their sleep. Uh, they got demons throughout the day. They, they got shadows and this and that. That kind of uh, poke at that bad behavior, you know what I mean? That, you know, goes to um, provoke some other actions, right? Um, there's another song, too, that, I'm not trying to quote too clearly, you know, I ain't trying to um, associate myself with nothing too much, right? But there's like a song that was like literally talking that there's a demon that, you know, that that um, led him to pick up the gun and straight up, you know, go outside and do his highly, you know? And so, again, like a lot of a lot of us, you know, growing up, we have these traumas that we call demons, you know what I mean? When in reality, if we were to talk about them in the professional space, we'll talk about them as traumas. As a, I don't know, scary moments, things that are unhealthy within our lives, you know, and and that's the same thing our youth are doing right now too. I remember when I was in juvenile hall, I mean not in juvenile hall, when I was working at the juvenile hall, I was uh, working at, with a organization called the Be Within, and what they were doing and are still doing currently is that they facilitate poetry workshops for you to write and be able to be published as well. And so with, with that, you know, that a lot of them were actually referring to their demons as well. And that's when I started realizing that, damn, I wasn't the only one. You know, there is a lot of other people, even to this day, that, you know, um, that code the word trauma with the, the with demons, you know. Mm. And so it's something that I feel hasn't gotten any attention in the professional level, right? And it, it may not within any time near any near future, right? But it's something that, I do see happening, and so with me, you know, I always had like those. Uh, I always you know it's the wrote down my poems. You know, all I got, you know, there's demons in my mind or whatever. You know, um, I can't quote them. I don't know them by mind. I don't know those specifically in mind. But it's the, you know, throughout the years later on, you know, it's the fast forward. It's the to more like late late high school, early college, was uh, you know, I kept on writing, but when I started realizing that my poetry was poetry or, you know, more of like an actual thing rather than just me venting, I started realizing that it has power, you know, that um, it has influence. And by me sharing these, these things that were real with me, you know, I had a, a way to actually vocally vent about things and I just like write them down. And so I started like sharing that more publicly with others, you know, like reading them out loud to the class and being real. And I remember one time too, I was uh, sharing in an English class with the white teacher and it was like very triggering to her in a way that was like, this isn't okay, this is a poetry. But to me, I was like, man, like I'm writing these things that, that are very real to me and that are very much, um, 
that's the that I consider poetry. I made a rhyme and everything. You know? At that time, I was really proud of it, you know. Um, but going to college, when some, that's when I started realizing that my poetry also had a, um, that it could be political too, that it could take a stance, that it could vo- vocalize change, it could uh, empower others, and it could also provide healing, you know. So that's when I started focusing more in my, my own healing. That's when I started focusing on like therapy and stuff like that because what I started realizing is that throughout my early ages and in the state college was that, you know, I was always very much, uh, oh man, it was, it was a very hard thing because I still, um, I had to, you know, instead be in the place that I don't even know, right? And it's the have to, for, like, it's the deal with the imposter syndrome, you know, deal with the, um, just not seeing any other homies that speak the same slang, not seeing any homies at all, not seeing any other people wearing chucks other than, you know, hipsters, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's the, you know, there's no one like me out there, right? And so, you know, I was lucky that I didn't find one fool, and it's the one homie of mine that, you know, had graduated earlier that um was being a mentor to me throughout that experience I was living locally for for the moment. And so I had one mentor right throughout the whole time. But besides that, you know, I, I had anybody else that really resembled, you know, my own background. And so without the, throughout the whole time, again, you know, it's that I was always battling, like, do I belong here? You know, I still, I still got all these things, you know, that weighing me down, you know. How could I even be here in college, you know, and give like, my own past, you know? So a lot of the times I was like, I can't even believe that I'm doing this. I remember one time, too, I was giving a talk, you know what I mean, to like hundreds of people right, right there right there at the college, you know what I mean? And when I was giving that talk, when I was at the stage, like literally on the podium, whatever you call it, you know, I was like, this isn't meant for me. Like, how do I deserve this? You know what I mean? And again, it's like always having like that kind of a internalized issue of like um that we we don't deserve to be in academic spaces or whatever, you know what I mean? And so it's the given that you know again you know me actually going to therapy me actually going to you know as the seek that kind of counseling allowed me to really see again like i said before that there wasn't anything wrong with me you know that again it was uh that there's a lot of many other things that were wrong but it wasn't it wasn't on me you know yeah. that you know even just me you know trying to heal was already a plus and yeah. so how this connects to my poetry is is that when i start realizing that once i started healing that my work could be even more focused and empowering, then I realized that, you know, I got to do the healing as, as much as I can, right? You know, heal myself, you know? So when it comes down to, like, friendships, connections, um, mm-hmm. doing anything within the community, that I have, you know, heal myself enough that I could heal others, you know, heal themselves as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm at right now, you know? It's the, mm-hmm. I think uh, I provided, you know, some context of, like, you know, my life, you know, I know we have, you know, short amount of time and a lot to say, but you know, it's no, the no, little no. question about any part of it, you know, for people <laughs> to ask, but you know, that's a little, uh, you know, kind of a path, you know, yeah. from the high schoolish years to, you know, college and my human journey. Yeah. And I want people to know that, you know, you can, if you want to listen to everything that Arturo is working on, you know, Battery Voices is there. And, and just like what you've shared already, Arturo, is, is just a plethora of, of gems, right? Because you're here sort of describing the variety of different ways in which people might be processing their own healing, right? Like I'm using trauma, you know, actively now through therapy. But there are moments where if I have to explain it to my daughter, I'm just like, you know, there were difficult moments in my life or moments that like scarred me like not physically but that left me feeling something right and that maybe i just did not know how to give a name to during that time and i expressed it through anger 
right? You expressed some stuff through poetry. I act actively just kind of spread it out in different ways that were just harmful. And I want people to like really hear that and honor that from your journey and your story, right? That you've, you've used poetry and you've used other mediums, including your own podcast and some of the stuff that you're currently doing. And, you know, when you and I actively met and we spoke during the toxic masculinity conversation, you know, I remember that moment when I'm actively, man, and I don't know if this is weird to you or whatever, but like, I don't know you that well yet. And this is the first time we're connecting, but like, I love you, man. Thank you for just being on this. And, you know, you actively were like, yeah, like, you know, some of that for some of our hermanos is, is a hella weird when we're like telling each other we love each other or or being supportive of one another. Can you like share a little bit and, and like maybe briefly around like that part of you now where you're adding your journey, where you're opening yourself up to building connections with people like me or or just the la comunidad, right? Because that's, that's the beauty of where you're at too. You're kind of really trying to pour out love and uplifting the brightness and la cultura that exists within our communities like how has that been like for you to open up to no, like other like levels of love and healing and 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 comunidad that some people are maybe struggling with right now and maybe on top of that maybe sharing for folks why we need to do that right like why it's important for us to open up that way and and lean into healing that way yeah so couple reasons i mean not just you know given reasons but i feel like um there's things there's a few things that i could uh, pinpoint right now that um definitely uh has allowed me to really embody that level of like you know sharing love and also um what, what else stay being a light you know it's like you know shining light on different things you know mm -hmm. um and the one thing used to start is that you know for those that want to you know you know, get, have a resource for healing, you know, a good book to, you know, check out, you know, how to love, right? You know, and I had the book, you know, because it's the, for, again, a few reasons too, but, but, you know, for one, you know, it's the, um, I had always battled with like, you know, it's the trusting people, right? And so, you know, for me, I wanted to show or like teach myself instead how to be trusting and not paranoid about things, right? And also, you know, not learn how to love, right? But primarily also love myself, you know? Um, and within the book too, what I learned was that the, for me, I mean, for me, this is what I think is that the most powerful mo movements that we've had within any time in history, like they always stem from love, you know what I mean? And if we want to make real change that is a uh, long lasting, right? You know, um, love is the, the, should be like the fuel behind it, right? And there's nothing wrong, you know, by, you know, had moments that are, you know, stand from anger, you know, there's a lot of things to be angry about for real, I ain't a lot. Um, but I feel like it, it will not, uh, it's the, you know, having the love for the movement or whatever, it's the, will not, will not allow you to burn out as easy if it was out of anger, you know? Um, but this is just my thoughts, you know what I mean? But it's the, another thing too, is that, um, you know, again, like I said, no, now I always said, I, I love myself, right? So I would, you know, I would say right now that, you know, one thing that I want to um, leave with, with this world, right, is that, you know, that there's a, a like a, come on to you. Yeah, well, again, growing up, we can't really express the love or whatever, you know, and I always had the, the amor for, you know, for our community, right, for, you know, the homies are in my life and everything like that. And, you know, 
having to break away from that kind of life, you know, her a lot because that, that man, you know, not seeing a lot of folks too, and I can't, I couldn't even express that then, you know. And so now that I have a, um, you know, gone through, I don't know, been in the community in different ways, right? Through I don't know clubs and instead being in, um. No specific centers, communities, circles, groups, I don't know what you want to call them, but, you know, spaces where, you know, we're all trying to, you know, uplift one another, that was unique, you know I mean? That was unique, and I saw that, you know, that's something that I wanted to embody and further, and I had already embodied that, you know what I mean? But it's just that I didn't know, like, how to really act upon it, you know what I mean? So, you know, actually being able to um share love, you know, instead or, like, you know, be a source of warmth, you know, if there was something that was new to me and I wanted to continue to, if the height is that as I went on. And so, yeah, you know, it's the, um, como te digo, it's the, when it comes down to that, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, again, um, trying to unlearn the, those negative things and begin to learn, you know, how to, you know, act that kind of way, you know, it's the, mm -hmm. you know, have that kind of bond. And I think also what happened throughout that time is that I also had friends too that were there with me, you know, that we both had things that were going on. So we, we usually, you know, instead went for a cool little drive and just chopped it up, you know, and talk, you know, instead, and, you know, been there for one another, you know, and that was throughout college, you know, I had those college friends, you know, that were, um, that were just like, it's the people that, you know, that I was willing to be vulnerable with, you know, I mean, that consider familia, you know, that even not to this day, I hit them up and be like, what's up, hermano, how you doing? Or what's up, man, how you, you know, how you been, you know, or whatever, you know, because again, you know, it's the, um, they're the people that I most resonated with, right? And also, you know, I was, uh, it was just that kind of special connection where I knew that I could be vulnerable with them and that, um, level of care and, um, I guess love too, you know, instead it was reciprocated as well, you know, it was not just me, you know, being there for others, but, you know, someone was there being, I said, being there for me as well. And, and one of those persons, like I said, was my mentor, right? It's the, he's a homie of mine that, again, he's, uh, he's still, it's the great mentor to me, right? We always chop it up on the phone every now and then as well. Um, but he's someone that definitely uh, allowed me to believe in myself throughout the time, you know? And so, I remember one time, you know, we're at a, you know, little pool hall, you know, where it's, we went to this pool hall, it's a, it's a nice one, right, we just kicking it, and I was, uh, I don't know, at that time I was, you know, kind of in the stage of, like, um, it was right prior to uh, a lot of your voices, and I was already in the stage of, like, man, I want to do some more and this and that, you know, and, and we always talked about earning things, you know, and, you know, and, like, you know, right, we always talk about, like, oh, you got to earn the set of Cortezes, you got to earn those, uh, <laughs> those tattoos, you gotta earn yeah. all this, all these things, right? And, um, and yeah, you know, it's the, you know, there's a lot of things that I earned and I was in a, I was thinking about getting tattoo too, right? To like symbolize that, you know, the things I was doing for the community, right? And so, you know, I was thinking about doing that kind of stuff, you know, and, you know, at that time too, he's like, hey, you know what, you, you're in this black castle right here, you know, you're, you know, it's the, I want you to now, it's the, think about, you know, going by as, as velas, you know? And you give me the name, you know, Velas, and that's when I, that's how it stamped, you know. He was like, Yahoo, like, you know, it's the, you know, you, and like, like, basically, like a candle, what it does, right, is like, you know, it would always bring light and warmth into the space, right? It would always uh, provide that sense of uh, of love, I guess I would say, right? You know, regardless of where you put them at, you know, that candle, as long as it burns, you know, it would always provide that kind of light, you know? Um, until that candle is blown out, until the light is blown down, then, you know, it would... Until then, you know, it'll forever, you know, give that kind of light. And so, 
you know that that's really what kind of kept me accountable to really um just the taking on the name you know it's the kept me accountable of like you know what like you know i'm taking on this name you know i definitely have to act upon it and you know be that kind of vela for the community right be that social black for the community you know and so from there and on that's when i started doing more of the community organizing um being involved within the community a lot of voices came to me right and it's the there's a lot of things that came to came to uh be born of like those acts of like, all right, so now I've done the healing. Now what could I do for the community? How could I continue to spread the love that again, you know, for myself, I didn't have at a young age, you know, so how could I continue to um, bring the light onto others, right? But also it's that uh, little by little also kind of be passing the torch, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's got to be other sorts of lights out there as yes. well, you know, in addition to myself. And so, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, uh, you know, how could we continue to, you know, bring healing to our communities? It's just a matter of, uh, you know, thinking about, you know, how, how I mean, for myself, in my experience, it was, uh, you know, how to love myself, right? How to begin to know how to love others, right? Trust others and not be paranoid and not be untrusting of others. And then after that, after all that healing and all that trust and all that community building is, all right, now how could I give the love that I now know how to give that I've been holding back for so long? And for a cool moment, too, I was always thinking like, damn, my heart has always been an overflowing fountain of love, right? That has not known where to like pour out to, you know what I mean? Mm. And so now, you know, you know, it's the, yeah, I mean, it's not my thing now, you know? <laughs> Arturo, honestly, muchas gracias for just sharing your journey, right? You went, and I just want you to like hear it back a little bit, right? You went from silencio to velas, you know, you are... You know, you went from just kind of listening and, and taking it in and now you are bringing light to your community through your podcast, through the work that you're doing. You are that source of warmth. You are that source of love. And, you know, you are the homie that I'd be trying to call sometimes just to chop it up. Like you are becoming very much the light that our communities need. And, you know, I know in the beginning you mentioned, you know, for people who are not familiar with the West Coast, we, we've had like the, the luck of having people from California, from Oregon, from Maine. You know, we've had people from different parts. And I just want you to to hear that from me, hermano. Like, I, I love you. I appreciate you for your work, your journey, everything that you're currently doing. And, and I'm just so honored and blessed that I have an opportunity here to share your journey, your story, and, and all the work that you're doing. And to close us out, are there specific, you know, calls to action that you might want people to actively take on? What I know, I mean, from the get-go, y'all, if y'all don't follow Vario Voices right after hearing this episode, you know, we're doing a disservice to Healing Ninjas, but more importantly to Arturo and the work he's done and Velas in general, you know, has so much to offer, but be sure to follow. But aside from that, is there other are there other resources or things that you would want people to tune into or look into after hearing your episode? For one, you know, is that go ahead, you know, follow other voices, right? Tune into the episodes, continue to tune into the ninjas and you know, other podcasts too that you know really speak to you and you know, make sure to always support them as well. You know, it's that a lot of times we do this from our corazón, right? And you know, it's not really something we do financially or nothing like that. So you show the love, you know, we reciprocate the love, you know, it's the um, again, a way of showing that love is uh, tuning in, right? But also rating us, you know, when it comes down to iTunes, you yes. know, subscribing, sharing, um, not only about your voices, but sharing it, también este ninjas. Another podcast, too, that you feel like need that recognition, right? A lot of times, um, 
our our podcast or our most uh, culturally relevant um, sources of media, right, are not the ones that are mainstream. So make it mainstream, you know, share mm. with others, making sure that it becomes popular, you know, making sure that, you know, the other homies within your own community get to hear this, you know, because we all need this, you know what I mean? We all need no, no cops on TV. We don't need no, um, all these shows that our parents watch that are hella toxic, you know? Yeah. You know, we need to be, you know, hearing some good things, you know? So, you know, for one, you know, you know, again, hit the like button, share, you know, rate us on iTunes and so on. But the second thing too, you know, in addition to like listening and learning, also do the internal learning too. You know, learn about your values, learn, learn about what you love, learn about your hobbies and continue to practice your hobbies, you know, make things, I mean, do things that uh, make you feel fulfilling, you know. A lot of times when it comes down to community work, always talking about self-care. So, you know, continue thinking about what fills your cup, you know what I mean? What, is it, what are those things that you got to do to really feel fulfilled, you know, instead through your work way i mean through your workplace or even just you as a person you know if that means poetry itself you know that's something too um if it means uh let's see i don't know going dancing then go dance you know what i mean hit the salsa club yes. order. i mean not right now but i guess you put it up on youtube on <laughs> the backyard you know, dancing your <laughs> in the backyard right from porch or something um the third thing is uh um también is that when it comes down to being um, involved or how to be involved or how to like provide a healing space there's a lot of many ways in which you could do that you could create a platform you know an additional an additional platform right for the community right you could literally create um community centers you know partnering with nonprofits or partnering with organizations yes. or other people within the community um just going like you know starting like a little uh a group within your circle of friends where you all go hiking too, you know, mm -hmm. checking with each other through the hike or whatever. There's a lot of different things you could do, you know. It could, it, you know, again, it could, it's the, you know, it could be, you know, stemming from like the there's no world, you know, to like literally, you know, your own, you know, your own homes, you know what I mean? So, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you could really bring you into the community. So you could start, you know, it's by, you know, healing yourself and then your family and then those friends and others within your life, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's you no know, all I got to share, you know. It's the Gracias, yeah. I don't know if you got time for a poem too, you know. I wouldn't mind you know, sharing a, a piece of poetry también with uh, your audience. Dale, so. dale, terminemos con el poema. All right, so talking about you know bringing light to people right, and bringing light to our communities, you know, this is a poem that I written during that time in my life, right, where I was like, you know what, we gotta bring change to our community and like you know, recognize that we have a lot of uh um potent beauty within us right and so this poem right here you know see my my kind shines right so i have uh so my kind are hard to find my kind go through hard times we share blood and instead we lose some friends we're all alone with the day ends we come home to, to smell tortillas borrachos and grandma's little perfume it's night now and it's real dark ain't no full moon there ain't no light in my heart thinking's all i know that's all i seem to do I'll be thinking about what's the next things that I have to go through. So I think myself to sleep, convincing myself I'll be all right. That sparks a play in my heart, the lightens of the night. The next morning, I rise. And the sun, for some reason, shines, even the clouds put up a front. So me and my kind, we shine too. Aunque muchos no ven, we'll be gone through. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the point right there too, you know. It's just again, talking about like the things that we endure, right? And I you know to persevere and you know, we do that without you know many people really acknowledging all the hardships all the um obstacles we have to go through yeah we still continue to shine and we continue to do things for 
our families, our communities, and ourselves. You know, so, you know, with that said, you know, instead, everybody tune in. Continue to love yourselves. Continue to be bring healing to your communities. Continue to um, tune in. You know, just you know, yes. by y'all tuning in, already shows that you know y'all have a good heart. You know, so much love to you all. And I don't know if you got anything else, Hernan. <laughs> no, Arturo, that was it. Thank you so much for just everything i i appreciate you hermano and i look forward to just staying in touch and building more from after this episode gracias again thank you for tuning in be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast and follow us at healing ninjas on all social media platforms if you're interested in sharing your own story we'd love to hear from you go to www.healingninjas.org and sign up to be featured. We look forward to sharing your journey next.